0: welcome to the monday net men's forum i'm matt of Hop life tonight we're talking about capitalism and <coughs> socialism need each other but first we have christopher securecoop.com hey. john with amber oaks ranch and patrick Blue Glade farm welcome gentlemen it's first time hey. so Thank we'll you. go around john and patrick share a personal event uh christopher go ahead
1: yeah well i'll share them with you on telegram um <laughs> when, we moved, <laughs> when we moved into this property, we didn't realize that what we were doing is illegal. And uh, went back and checked on us. Oh, crap. Now we're stuck here. And then uh, we had a Karen in the neighborhood decide to call um, the uh, county on... A lot of people around us are doing the same thing. In RVs on property. And it's not legal in most places in Florida, but you'd be surprised. Like, Florida is okay with you living in a trailer park, but they're for some reason not okay with you buying your own property and living on it. So, whatever. Anyway, so uh, they called, the, she called the county on a lot of people around us, including our next door neighbor uh, who has a camper but is not living in it. And we thought, well, crap, when they go over to inspect her property, they're going to see our RV like panicking or wondering what we're going to do and uh and then there was a special meeting called by the community because she she upended like there's like 700 people in this town and she upended like a whole tenth of the whole town you know just a, a big chunk of the town and so there was a special meeting called and we all and we went down there and we checked it out and uh turns out the county is not interested in pursuing this matter i mean i think it's because if they turned out everybody on the streets they'd have an instant homelessness crisis on their hands and you know <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna, they're just not gonna just do that for people who are just minding their own business. So, um, so, uh, it, it, we're like, Whew, breathe a sigh of relief on that. And, uh, then I found out also that there is a way to get a medical exemption. mother in law and sister in law both are disabled and who can hmm. get an exemption. Uh, there you go. so I'd feel even better. I feel, I feel great now, and I feel even better. Uh, you know, with that exemption and then uh, mother-in-law really, really needs it because this morning she had a mini stroke. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, she's able to talk and, and walk with help, but she's not doing good. So she's in the hospital right now. Uh, they think she has a clot in her neck and, uh, they're going to give her thinners and, um, keep an eye on her. She's really active. Uh, very good, healthy person, uh, like from, from look, looking at her, but she's a diabetic type 2, sure. which is not not associated with, with weight. She's just, I mean, I don't know if type 1 or type, I think type 2. But anyway, um, so yeah, we, we found that this morning, like, oh boy. Um, so we would maybe really be, you know, we were talking last week about, you know, are we going to have to move away and where will we go and her having that stroke, I think it's more important than ever that we be here. You know, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Good case for the medical exemption.
1: Good case. That if ever there's a reason for that medical exemption, that that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's thank uh, you. the drama.
0: What a whirlwind, whirlwind yeah. weekend. Yep. John, uh do a real quick introduction, like where you're at, what you do, yeah.
2: and uh personally thank you. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so, uh, John Panalone uh, uh, own Op- Ambrose ranch. We're in central Texas. Uh, we raise beef, pork, chicken, and lamb, sell at the local farmers markets, etc. Um, and so the question was, uh, what, a personal event? Like from- yeah, yeah, did you have a good
0: Father's Day? What'd you do? Something cool on the- I saw you fix your bulldozer.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, got that operating. Um, took, uh, three pigs to the butcher this morning, um, had a good e- yesterday with my uh, in laws uh, for Father's Day, uh, so yeah, life is good. Had the day off because it's a federal holiday, so that's cool. <laughs> no comment, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you take them where you can get them, that's right, exactly.
1: Patrick, welcome. Thank you for being what? here. What I'll, I'll celebrate that for you, yeah. I'll take the yeah. day off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah i'm patrick heiser uh i have a farm out in western maryland uh and i too had the day off and between father's day and today i got a lot done on the farm this weekend nice. but i guess the highlight was i attempted to propagate strawberries for the first time so let's hope they root and the bounty right. will double
0: yeah
2: from the so daughter,
3: like, what uh, offshoot you like you take the runners or what do you take yeah so what i did is i, I clipped off all the runners I took a big plastic bin, put like an inch of compost in the bottom, and then just soaked it like real wet. You know, stuck all the runners down in, and then put the top on so and put it in the sun so it gets all humid and, you know, yeah, I they can do surf water better. Hope it works nice. for you.
4: Yeah.
3: Good.
0: That should work. Yeah. Sounds like it would. Uh, we got 25 baby chicks last week. And so, like, I posted posted a video of um, like picking them up and like my son like checking them all out and everything, and they were doing like, he's like pretty excited, trying to get him like to do do like certain things. It's kind of frustrating, but he's he's learning, and I'm making him try. Uh, we lost one yesterday. I think it got too hot. Um. So we got 24 left. So how did he take that? Um, I, I do, he's three, so I'm not sure it all clicks, but yep. I, I had to like, you know, introduce him to it at some point somehow. And so I didn't do like any like research, like how to introduce your kids to death. And so just like, you know, here's, you know, this baby chick died. It, it's not living anymore. We have to do something with it. You know, we have to do better like Mm -hmm. what he's like asking why 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 and so just like you just kind of run out of answers like i don't know (laughs) yeah so i don't know we'll see uh it's not like he had nightmares or anything like that last night like am i gonna die and uh ask some questions like that like i don't want to answer that one yet yeah right but (laughs) uh probably someday so but anyways, he's he's still very excited. He says good morning to them every 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 morning when he gets up uh, and uh cool. tells them good night. So it's really funny.
1: And you probably won't get that question. I I never did, you know. We might you no know, like my kids just sort of put that two and two together.
0: Maybe. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He he likes to ask why and then not really listen to the answer. So <laughs> I could probably just tell him like cause jelly beans are in the sky or I don't know it's like he wouldn't, he wouldn't have to pay attention. So <laughs> I just, I just started flipping it around on him. Like, why do you think that is? Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: Cause I've answered the same question a hundred times. You know. mm-hmm. Why did it rain? Why do you think it rained? So, but yeah, so uh, tonight capitalism and socialism need each other. So uh, perfect in perfect timing, I got a <laughs> I, I got an email from from somebody. I'm not gonna name who on the air. I will tell you guys later. Uh, after after the show, because I didn't want to out them. But I had they there she's in like the permaculture space and she does like she she gives away like all this stuff for free. It's kind of like pay what you can kind of deal. And she made this, I I've never donated before, but she made this post a couple months ago saying like, Hey, I need to move for whatever reason, blah, blah, blah. Uh, any, if you, if you've already given to the thing, thank you. If you haven't, you know, I really appreciate it. So I gave like 20 bucks or something like that, whatever. And so she gave an update saying, thank you immensely for your generous support this year. It has been a huge help in my ongoing search for a place to live after losing the home and garden I have for six years sigh unfortunately i still haven't found affordable housing garden space i'm in a temporary place for the summer and i've been getting all my papers in order and applying for funding but everything is so insanely expensive and to be honest i'm feeling a bit crushed by capitalism in the moment but i can't give up hope of finding a place to grow food again so here i am sending a query you don't have any places for sale with a bit of land some established fruit cheese and a livable house Within five miles of a safe, diverse community for less than $350,000, I would love it and care for it and use it to create a free teaching services forever and ever, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And so I thought that was perfect for today's show. <laughs> like, right? hey, I want everything on my list, and I should be able to afford it because. <laughs> <laughs> Like these these things come at a cost, and so I actually emailed her back and I said, I don't understand what does crushed by capitalism mean, and I have yet <laughs> to get a response.
1: So, oh man. I was it curious. Reminds, I wanted yeah, I yeah. wanted to know what she
0: what she meant by that. Like I wanted yeah. to be fair. It, it,
1: it reminds, reminds me of of a, of a of a tweet uh, somebody had tweeted out, you know, what are we gonna do? What do you plan to do when uh, we finally crush capitalism and we Rise up, and we take control of the system. And somebody responded, "Well, I'll probably work on my farm, and I'll probably do this and that." And then somebody replied, "Your farm."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I, I did want to in the email I sent out for the invite. I did want to. uh Oh, who you got? Got somebody? Oh, Jeremy. Hey, I'm just sitting in the dark over
4: there. I've been sitting here for like five minutes, man. Well, I
0: apologize because so like. Four- in the little menu here, four fit across the bottom, and then whoever mm-hmm. is the fifth one goes down. So, like, I'd have to scroll to see you. So, I apologize. You're, you're about 30
4: seconds from me going, well, All right, see ya. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
4: Yeah. Well, sorry, miss. Um, go. No, go you're, ahead. you're good. Are we going to disturb the flow just for you? Nope. Keep okay. going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, put in a couple of like definitions because that's, that's where everyone kind of gets tripped up like everyone's got their own definition of things so like by capitalism I don't mean like who controls the cap at all I mean like capitalism like business like entrepreneurship that kind of capitalism and then socialism not like a series of government but as in like socialism like helping your neighbor type of socialism whether it be like donating your time some money whatever uh, some goods just giving it away with nothing in return. But so but, uh, that but but would it, be more like
2: altruism. It,
1: it, 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 it,
0: it, it. That's fine. We that's can fun. we can hash yeah. this out.
1: We can hash yes. out. Well, he's uh, the socialism though is from the person who has more they give to, from the person who has uh, the extra resources they give to the person who has the need. And there was a more clever way of stating it. So it's, of altru- it's like it's like enforced altruism.
2: Yeah, exactly. The difference yeah. is, is al- altruism is, is is a voluntary exchange, yeah. right? Or or voluntarily um, um, giving for for no for no expectation of return, right? Yeah, and the, the greater return. good, and right. and I think the key being voluntary, you know.
4: And, but that depends on everybody having that same standard of wanting to give uh, voluntarily not, not,
2: giving. Not, not altruism doesn't.
4: Well, but if this works from a, a from the standpoint of um,
1: at a national level,
4: yeah, at, at a big level, like you're going to have people that will always take advantage, take advantage, take advantage.
2: Yeah, but you can still engage in altruism, right? And, sure. And, sure. And, and I think capitalism leads to a greater degree of altruism because people who make obscenely uh, obscene amounts of money throughout history. Have always been patrons to, you know, artists and craftsmen, and they've always, you know, they're the ones that created the universities and 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 you know, of course, the churches mm-hmm. uh, were big into altruism, right? And and though they collected a lot of money, they turned around and gave that money out. They created the universities. People have uh, um, voluntarily funded the sciences, right? And so mm-hmm. we don't need a government to do that. Uh, is my my theory is that and we didn't have a government in in you know a millennium ago to do those things uh and so yeah I, I think it's just altruism and I think capitalism uh promotes altruism by you know a, a, as a relational piece one with the other
1: and it's a more pure kind of an altruism because if somebody's holding a gun to your head to give to the guy down the street who's yeah that that would be socialism yeah it's socialism and you got you know karen called him for living out on an rv on his land so he's on the street now <laughs> so so you know we gotta give the gotta give out you know and now uh let's um everybody here come on give it up give it up you know it's just,
0: it's so, so corruption so this is just like a theory that i've just kind of like been working through and i thought it might be like a good discussion so at what point does it turn from altruism to socialism?
1: When,
0: when there's
3: course. coercion involved?
1: Yeah, coercion. So, so
3: um, like, right, it's, there's no concrete line. It's like a spectrum completely. Uh, so, like, right, I like your capitalism social need each other because, right, they're a lot closer than a lot of people think to. Uh, You know, no one's saying there shouldn't be any government whatsoever unless you're an anarchist. And no one's saying the government should control absolutely everything. That's totalitarianism. So both capitalists and socialists agree that there needs to be a mixture of government and markets. Just where they differ is how much of each. And there's no clear dividing line. So, for example, you know, Certain pe- people on the right and the left talk about socialist health care, but you know, when you look around the world, there's many different forms of, quote-unquote, socialist health care. For example, in Canada or in the UK or even the VA system in America, the government runs everything. They own the hospital. They employ the doctors. They purchase the medicines. They do everything. This is known as the beverage model of universal health care. In other countries like France, and Germany, in Japan, the quote-unquote socialist nations, you know, the government actually isn't directly involved in healthcare. They just set the rules and those rules might be a little more strict than they are in America. But then everyone, you know, the doctors, the hospitals are all privately owned. They just have to play within the tighter rule box. And then you have countries like, you know, India, where they set many less rules and, right, it is just a free-for-all markets. So, like, right, there's no clear dividing lines. It's, there's a spectrum. Mm -hmm. So, are you
0: saying it's kind of, like, based on, like, regulation? So, like, capitalists, they kind of like regulation to kind of keep their competition down because they're already been, like, playing by the rules or whatever. They can try to bend the rules and blah, blah, blah. And socialism, like, also wants, like, regulation, but for other
3: reasons. Uh, no, I was more saying it, like, right, in, in, like, the VA, like, everyone's a government employee, everything's regulated, like, it's all government, but in, like, the, in Germany or France, the government places very tight rules on things, but everyone that actually operates the system, the doctors, the hospitals... They're private employees, like they're private businesses. They just have to operate with, within a tighter sandbox. And then there's some countries that place like no rules whatsoever, and it's like just oh, what what you can pay, when you can pay, how you can pay, uh, etc.
2: I, I, I'm and sorry, like, right? You know.
3: Me. You can have one page of rules or you can have a gazillion and like, right, there's no dividing line in the number of rules where something flips from capitalism to socialism. It's, it's a gradient. I,
2: capitalism does not at all depend upon or have any relationship to government interference whatsoever, right? You can have capitalism completely void of any government because it is the interplay and exchange between two parties exchanging goods for services, goods and services uh, of of value with one another. It doesn't depend upon governments whatsoever. Whereas I think socialism does. You know, you can have a um, you can have a a kibbutz or what have you. Right. That is a socialist enclave. But even inside of that, there are uh, there's a governmental structure that exists to control the distribution of work and, and, and product. Right. Uh, And so they have a hierarchical system, which in effect is a government on a micro scale. Uh, But capitalism doesn't require that whatsoever. It's like if I have something and you want it, then you can purchase it from me or you can exchange something with me. There's no external um, uh, governing governing uh, agency or, or individual, for that matter, that says that, you know, I have to do this at certain prices or or have to follow anything. Um, now, there can be contracts that we engage in and we can elicit a third party to meet it, mitigate those. But even that doesn't have to be a government. It can be a just a third party, you know, private individual that we both agree to pay for their services. Um, and, and so. So, yeah, I don't think capitalism requires government at all. And I would argue that capitalists uh, would true capitalism would prefer no government intervention.
0: Is there a situation that socialism can exist
2: without government or does it always need government? I, uh, I, I That's a good question. Um, there has to be to in order. So, so socialism as, as, as you're defining it, well, so if we're talking about altruism, I think the answer is no, there, there's not a need for government. Right. But I think when you have socialism, um, your definite what you defined in the in the meeting notes for socialism, I don't think, is what you mean when you use the word socialism. Okay, uh, I think you're, what you're defining is is altruism, right? It's the voluntary giving, uh, of of your resources, uh, to somebody who you deem to be needy, right? Um, whereas, like I said, so- socialism, you can, I mean, there's been instances of socialism where it's been practiced right and so like i said the, the co- without works, coercion without coercion vo- people voluntarily join this structure of people right and and there's lots of instances of that you you agree to go live on this parcel of land and you agree to work your um um but but here's where it gets a government vote. you agree See, to work is- you you agree to work your assigned tasks and you will be given from the bounty of the group what is deemed to be necessary for you know your family size unit right um and and so and and so yeah so there's a micro government involved right because somebody sounds like communism doesn't it uh well what's the what's the separation from socialism to communism
1: i don't know dissolution of government yeah it's it's the it's the state
2: sanctioning of the act uh, of of the socialism Right. But there's still a government in socialism, because, again, somebody has to be the deciding uh, individuals to decide who's going to work and how much bounty will be distributed to everybody. Right. Otherwise, it is anarchy. It's like, well, OK, I'll just sit in my house all day and not do any work and then I'll go steal from somebody else uh, for my sustenance. Um, So. So anyway, I mean, even your family is a socialistic endeavor. Right. But you're the governor. You're the governing authority. You so expect, then, you the expect the your scale, kids like to get up same. and do things, right? And then you're going to give your, your kids a meal. So
0: then, I guess where's that line between socialism and communism? Because you said that it was uh, there has to be a government body for there to be communism. But then, it's like, is can there be a decentralized
2: socialism? So, so, so again, I, socialism is a uh, can be a voluntary interaction of individuals, but when it gets to communism, it, it really can't be because it is it is um, uh, you can't opt out, right? You you okay. can leave the country, but you're effectively uh, escaping, you're running away, right? You you can't opt out, and everybody's okay with that. And so, if you have a um, a, a, a a monastery, right? you voluntarily go into the monastery and you voluntarily agree to whatever arbitrary you know whatever rules and mandates there are there at the, at the monastery and then there's 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 a head person of that monastery and there's people who are gonna you know require you to do certain things and then you're gonna get you know food and water and shelter as a, as a response and people do that that's that's a socialistic endeavor everybody in the community shares uh, the wealth of, that the community generates, right? But there are rules, and there's somebody governing that. Whereas with capitalism, um, there is nobody governing that. You can do whatever you want with your with the fruit of your labor, and you can choose sure. to exchange that, or you can choose to die because you haven't done so, uh, because you haven't worked, and, and you know. And that's where altruism comes in, right? If you're if you're in that type of a capitalistic in, endeavor and you're hurt and you're sick nobody's obligated to take care of you but somebody altruistically maybe your aunt or uncle or grandmother or what have you will pay for your medical bills or or not and you die you know so i I guess i'm
0: hearing a lot of blurred lines between altruism socialism and communism like they kind of blend right into each other so then we're on that spectrum like if like if capitalism is next is near somewhere to socialism, like how does that? Where is, is the spectrum more?
2: Consistent? I don't think I don't think capitalism is near. They're to not the same they're not, on the same. they're not even on the same linear path. Yeah, right? yeah I, if it's on a vol,
0: if it's a voluntary exchange. Uh,
2: okay, but that's um, so. So okay, so in, inside of socialism. Could you have cap- no? Because I think by definition, socialism is is that you don't individually have ownership That's of collective ownership of all resources. You don't you don't individually have ownership of those resources. Right. Those resources are owned collectively, right? And so I don't think that there's any interplay between socialism and capitalism at all because capitalism is dependent upon um, uh, private ownership of. Yourself, your goods, your your time, etc. And I don't think that's uh, I think that's excluded in socialism.
4: But so I could would you be say honest. like altruism, socialism, communism is like on one linear line, and then like capitalism is just like it's a, on its own separate no, line?
2: Well, I, I guess um, uh, I, again the definitions laid out in the meeting notes there it, it described an activity where. People voluntarily take care of other people, right? Right. Uh, and and that was that was labeled as socialism. Um, whereas I would say that that is actually altruism, because it's voluntary, and you're not expecting anything in return. And then you could walk away from that transaction at any time, right? And so I'm not obligated to you know send Christopher money, but I can choose to send Christopher the surplus of my labor. And uh, and he can use that then to take care of his mother, right? But I, I don't need anything and don't expect anything in return from Christopher. Whereas with socialism, there's a set of rules that he's agreed to to be part of that monastery, let's say. Right. Governed by a party or an individual. Yeah, it calls got- for
0: public rather than private ownership or control of property and natural resources. So you
2: don't...
4: Yeah.
0: You don't own
2: it, the fruits of your labor. The collective... So there
0: isn't... It isn't for you to give because you don't own it. Is right. so with saying. altruism, with
4: altruism, you own it, but you can voluntarily give mm. it. And the only okay. really
2: way you can own anything is through capitalism, right? I, I so that, that's a question prob- that that may not be a true statement, but it sounds it, it's pretty damn
3: close, right? So here's a question: Anarchy, you know, France, Sweden, Germany—these classic socialist nations. They're also democracies. You know, they have regular elections and they vote. And the vast majority of the population keeps on voluntarily voting for these socialist policies. So it would seem that, you know, they are voluntarily electing through democracy point. to instill a socialism. So would that be altruism or would that be socialism? They, they a don't have that's not,
2: that's not socialism right? There's they, still capitalism there. There's there's capitalism and then the government taxes and then the government distributes wealth. But the only way the government can distribute wealth is because of the existence of capitalism.
3: Hmm. So well, I, mean, I, I would think that a lot, many people on a certain political spectrum would dispute you saying that France and Germany and Sweden aren't socialist. That's kind that, of how they, they're
2: stereotyped. Yeah, but that's not the true that's not true. They still have a free market that goes parallel with mm-hmm. with, with, with that, right? And the okay, only so you're
0: saying capitalism it runs parallel
2: with socialism. Is that what you're saying? Like the two uh, no, no, have so, to exist? Socialism can exist exclusive of capitalism in the form of communism, right? And, okay, and so whatever thing. label on that plane doesn't matter what it is,
0: you still have a a section of people engaging
2: in capitalism right
0: some are engaging in capitalism some are engaging in socialism in the same space well
2: with with respect to communism right nope nobody owns anything and the and the government harvests the fruit of productivity and then theoretically they distribute that harvest back out to the people um but what you see in these european countries that, that patrick cited is that there is a free market going on, right? And then that free market generates the wealth, the productivity, and then portion of that productivity gets uh, uh, stolen by the government to be redistributed, and then some of that is reinvested by those those companies, right? And so the you know 70 percent of Canadian um, um, wealth uh, is taxed to support the Canadian uh, medical system and other social endeavors
4: and so it's a uh, blend of capitalism and socialism
2: right which which really which is, is really is like every like it is, is as close to fascism as you can get by definition right because then the government directs uh the endeavors of the business and the business inde- directs the the endeavors of the government uh and there's really a fine there's the, the whole thing gets muddied right it's very blurry um and it's in and, and, and fascism is closer to communism than it is to capitalism for sure Uh, I I lost my train of thought there but but anyway I I, I apologize for dominating the conversation here but I think these are fine distinctions that need to be laid out and and I don't think uh, I think strongly that those those instances cited by Patrick those are not socialist countries they have socialist programs Right. Their health care. So, so does the U.S. to some. Degree. And so does the U.S. Right. right. But they're not socialistic countries.
1: Now, John, I want to circle back to something you said earlier. Uh, you said that it, the people continue to vote for their socialism year after year after year. Uh, now, let me ask you. Pa- Patrick that... said that, not me. Oh, oh, I thought I, thought it was, I, thought I heard you say it. No, no. Um, anyway, Patrick. OK, Patrick. Uh, so. The the question is, uh, the, well let me let me back back up. There's a statement that says you can vote your way into socialism, but you have to shoot your way out of it. So the question would be, suppose uh, one of these nations voted ninety five percent and it was a fair election, there was no
3: you know
1: rigging of the vote. Uh, would the would those in those in power, do you think they would ever uh, release their power? Uh, given the the you know the vote of the people oh you you'd rather we return to capitalism okay, we're gonna do that we're gonna return to capitalism.
3: you know I I have only ever lived in America and so yeah. I don't know what other nations would do but in theory would. like in a democracy, you know they you know if you pass or if you vote in officials and they pass laws, they can go as far right as far left as far social as far communist. As far capitalists as you, the voters let them. In theory, that, 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 probably that's
1: probably why. That's probably why you have voter uh, so much voting corruption in in socialist nations that you hear about. You know that you know. Oh yeah, the the, the Chinese voted for such and such, but it was really like they're they give us a gun to their head.
2: But you see, th- this is the total flaw in democracies. Democracies eventually devolve into socialism, and and that's historically accurate. Right. And so and and I'll give you I'll 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 lay that out for you. Um, uh, Politicians depend upon votes. And the way to garnish votes is by giving people things that they didn't have to pay for. Right. And so if you want more votes, you give your constituents things by taking stuff from other people. Right. Because you as a politician don't create anything and then you give it to the people who will vote for you. And that, as you can see, that plays out and devolves itself into effectively communism at some point. Um, and that's where we are. And that's where Europe has landed since they, uh, you know, dissolved the, uh, the arist- aristocracy and the king. Uh, you, you end up more and more socialistic throughout the generations because more and more people demand more and more stuff. And if you read, you know, Ayn Rand or any of that stuff, right, it's like at some point the capitalists they stop playing and they go somewhere else and then the money leaves the productivity leaves to another country money goes where it's tre- treated well and treated the best they leave and then that country then is 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 left with um uh you know communism and falls apart under its own weight so to circle back to the topic
0: the is it so it's the capitalism that provides the value of a country and it's the socialism that like redistributes that value. Right. Is that, is that where kind of where we're at? Yeah, I, I think that
1: I'd, I'd, I'd go with that.
0: So, so in, in it a kind way, of seems I mean, like
1: there's nuance, but I'd go with it. anyway.
0: So is it kind of only one way where socialism needs capitalism? Is there, where would capitalism need socialism? It wouldn't.
1: Yeah. When, when you're talking about distribution of wealth, there is another way that can happen under capitalism, and it's entirely voluntary, and it's dictated by market forces, and the wealth distributes itself. I mean, it, it being people off, this One of the things that really bugs me about socialism is that it just so often relies upon sleight-of-hand deception and misdirection. Like, they'll, they'll say, oh, this, this business is just corrupt, and they're just taking advantage of people okay you start a business and you compete with them and you can uh take advantage of the of the situation and you can bring down the prices it's socialism relies on people not thinking hey i could i could jump into this fight as well and it just that's one of the things that really eats me at me about socialism is that just that that whole it relies on people's um lack of education the
0: problem is well, that I'll throw myself these... to the... Go ahead, Patrick.
3: I'll throw myself to the wolves and try and defend socialism and why capitalism needs socialism. All right. So, right, i go down the street to some bullwinkle or whatever and buy his meat. And it's terrible. It's rancid. It's not fatty. It tastes bad, etc. I'm never going back there. But then I go get some meat from John. John's meat's real good. Top quality, etc. I'm like, oh, he's got my business now because he, you know, he treats me right as the customer, et cetera. And, you know, that's what makes a market, you know, transparency, uh, quality, like being able to assess. But where I think some nations, you know, kind of key in on the healthcare aspect is that a lot of healthcare can't really function via a market because there's not that transparency. There's not, a proper assessment of quality. Like, you know, if you need a tr- quadruple bypass, you're going to need that once in your life. It's not like, oh, you can go reassess the doing the person doing the operation multiple times. Uh, you know, in some locations, they only have one cardi- cor- cardiac surgeon. And so like, right, you don't really have a choice. And since you didn't really go to medical school, like, you really have no ability to weigh the quality of the hospital or the quality of the doctor like I would have the ability to assess the quality of John's meat being superior to someone else's meat. Uh, And so like, you know, what they say is that in order to provide a healthy workforce that can be productive within a capitalist system, we want to establish a some rules and regulations so that the quality of health care can be increased across the board. Because, right, you need healthy, productive people in order for a capitalist economy to work. Like, right, if people were just getting gypped with fake medicine or fake surgeries all the time, they wouldn't be going to work. They wouldn't be working hard. They wouldn't be producing goods that could be sold, shifted. Your, your, um your...
2: You're assigning to the government the role of arbitrating, you know, who's a good doctor and and, and regulation and all that. You don't yes. actually need the government to do that. There, there are third party like UI, uh, UIL and uh, the Professional Engineering Association. All of these things are private entities. Uh, your university college uh, boards of certification these are private entities; they're not government regulated. So you could do the same thing with healthcare. Plus, now we have ever more opportunity to evaluate somebody's competency, right? You have Yelp, you have Google reviews, et yeah. cetera. And so, I would rather, and you do this as well, right? You, you you go talk to your neighbor and you say, Hey, we're about to have a kid. Do you know of a good, you know, pediatric um, doctor around, right? And so and you google that and you don't go to your doc, you don't go to your government and say give me a list of pediatric doctors in their ranking because the government won't provide that they'll just provide a minimum standard at which they have to um, uh, 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 perform to but what you really want to know is what is the opinion of people I trust and I don't know I don't trust the government to give me that and they don't they don't provide that they only provide a minimum standard and a good example of that is the education system you have a lot of teachers out there and they they pass a minimum standard and they go into the classroom. This is a beautiful example of socialism, right? Yeah. And what do you get? You get an ever devolving education yep. for, you know, generation after generation after generation. And that is the product of government.
1: My doctor is, you know, I have- uh, is uh, oh, i, I might going to give you a
3: chance to finish uh, to, to
1: speak. Patrick, go ahead.
3: I will say that you really don't want to go to Yelp or Personal Connections for doctors. right? The whole point is that, you know, because we didn't go to medical school, or at least most of us, and most of us don't have experience uh, in the practice of medicine, we don't really have accurate abilities to assess the quality of the services that we get. Did you not learn anything in the last three years? About that, about, uh, let me, about the- okay. Let me, give you, an let me <laughs> give you an example. In the last six months, so in December, my wife goes into labor, right? And we were. This was a premature birth. We hadn't decided the birth plan, etc. So she's in labor, trying to decide if she wants an epidural or not. She, she gets seven centimeters dilated. She decides she wants an epidural. The nurse calls it in and comes over to my wife, like real quiet. She's like Allison, I need to tell you something. This doctor, he's a big gruff. He's a stereotypical middle-aged Russian man. And when this doctor came in, he was exactly what you're imagining. To T. T. Didn't say hello, didn't ask how she was doing, didn't really act like he gave one single solitary bad word to Allison. But he did his job unbelievably well. He numbed her up perfect, so she couldn't feel a thing, but she could still use her legs. He was had no bedside manners whatsoever, but he was excellent at his job. And I would bet you that his quote-unquote Yelp reviews would be a lot worse than doctors that are nice and you know, get to know you and know your name and all that. But they're not half good at their job. You know, humans are always him good, the best. you just gave them a good Yelp review. Right there. Right <laughs> <in> there. <organization. laughs> I actually don't <laughs> know fair. if there's a doctor's Yelp, but I would give them a good review. Yeah, But yeah, some, I, some I some think the grants, point I'm yeah. trying to make is that, like, right when you go down and, you know, get your haircut, you can automatically assess how good that haircut is. But there are some areas where the average person isn't as good as assessing the quality of the job. You know, I, I really don't know that much about cars so when i go into mechanic and they say oh your caliper on your brake pad is rusted needs to be replaced and i I don't know okay go do it and how how good of a job do they do i don't know
2: but that's not government regulation there's no government regulation on your auto mechanic this is a perfect example because there is government regulation on your barber right but there's not on your auto mechanic but there's the american association of auto mechanics or whatever it is and they have a, st- a a a plaque outside, right? That says that that's, yeah, ASE, a- 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 That says you know I I've been I've met this minimum standard. I've gone through this this program, and so you can use that. And and I don't know about you. I do Yelp my my mechanic, and I do Yelp. I don't go to a barber, obviously, as you can see. Um, but <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, I we're, we're devolving from the original topic. But I would argue that. There are governing bodies out there that are non-governmental, right? Or I should say there are there are uh, regulating bodies that are non-governmental, and I'm not, uh, and I'm fully supporting that, right? I I think that we should have more of those, and I think that they would do a much better job than the government in regulating, um, you know, basic criteria, uh, you know. Uh, as far as qualifications go because the government doesn't do a very good job of it.
1: I think we can agree that actually, <laughs> Patrick brought up a really good point about your uh, triple bypass. Uh, that is inadequate. Uh, Yelp and those kinds of things is, is inadequate for assessing a doctor with that with, with poor bedside skills, but excellent. So, you know, uh, anesthetic skills. Um, I think we can probably agree that just there really is no good recommendation solution. We don't want government being the the body and we don't want necessarily trust that, uh, people are going to make the best reviews. Uh, we just sort of have to, we sort of have have to be knowledgeable in ourselves. I I have a counter for that. Right. And so,
2: uh, there is the insurance agency, right? And so, and so the insurance agency would make sure that those doctors were proficient in their task. Right. Otherwise, they would end up having to pay out claims whenever they fail. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. And so and and that's so a private. You, and that works it, very well on a private system.
2: Right. If it was a, if everything was a private system, if you didn't have the government basically um, not allowing you to sue vaccine companies. Right. is yeah. a good example. Um, you would then have an; they would have to have an insurance policy. Same thing with your auto m- uh, mechanic would have to be bonded and licensed to be able to practice in the event that you know, he did a brake job and that brake job failed and you crashed your car. Right. And so if enough of those things happen, they would lose their insurance coverage. Right. Or their deductible would be exceedingly high and that would effectively put them out of business. So, so my counter to, uh, what you just said is, is there are insurance policies and, and, okay, and so you would have to be insured or else yeah. you wouldn't go to somebody that's not insured. A doctor wouldn't, empl- I mean, a hospital wouldn't employ a doctor that was uninsurable.
1: So we're, we're, we're approaching the problem in a different way. And I like that. Um, but the, the, I want to invert what you just said about doctors and insurance. Uh, I'm very, very glad that my doctor does not take insurance because he is then free to apply to, uh, me what, the, what he thinks in his opinion is, uh, is the best treatment for me. For He, example, he, he is he,
2: insured he, though. He, uh, he, okay. He's not accepting your insurance. But he has a, he has okay. a liability. insurance. I follow you. And, and I'm not talking about you. your your healthcare insurance. I'm talking okay. about liability but you, insurance. But yeah. you can
4: hit that from two at two different angles because if the provider does a terrible job at whatever service he's providing, the ins- insurance may not uh, health insurance may not let them be in network. So there's there's also
2: two sides yeah. to that. To if you if your health insurance was actually working for you, yes. Right. They 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 yeah. would that they, they, they would advise you on where to seek treatment at that serves your best interest. Unfortunately, they're not really working for they're you not. in that capacity. They're trying to make their not own most one. of them. Yeah. You're correct. Because that has also regulated that industry. And it's not a a, a you know, true capitalistic uh, endeavor, right? Uh, um, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you get your most people get their insurance through their employer uh, corrupts that entire endeavor. Uh, You know, how does that how does that corrupt that entire endeavor? Uh, Because when you change when you change uh, employers, you can then be denied coverage for pre existing conditions, right? Whereas if you uh, well, they just passed this that you can't, but it used to be that you could. And that's why, to, they, yes, they, that's why they changed and that. A, in a capitalistic, and a early.
4: capitalistic healthcare system, you could be denied. But when you start to kind of pull in some socialistic tendencies, now you look at Obamacare, for example. You know, there's. You could argue that that has a some socialistic tendencies to it. And there were a lot of good things. I mean, I work in healthcare, so uh-huh. health insurance. There were a lot of good, and I was very much against Obamacare. But you look at some of the things that came out of that reform.
2: There are some good things that came out of it. Uh, but but in the 70s, uh, I think it was in the 70s, as, um, you know, health insurance wasn't part of your employment package, right? Correct. And so and so before that, people bought health insurance. Private. And, and they bought that whenever they were healthy. And they got to keep that for their the whole life. And then eventually, companies started to, instead of paying employees more money, enticing employees to come work there the by offering package. them health is and then the government mandated that that if you have employees over 500 i think it is you have to provide health insurance right and so that's where the, the system got off track and really it's because of government intervention oh,
0: i do enough. like
2: that we have we still have a,
0: there we go i do like that uh we still have a choice in providers like doctors uh well for now anyways so like we we brought my brought my son after he was born to like this this pediatrician and everyone says that he was he was the best he was great and so like he actually had a, an availability and blah, blah blah and so we we met him did like a checkup, and had like a couple of questions and like just the fact that we like had a couple of questions on like uh on like vaccines or whatever he was like ready to just walk out the door because he basically was like you know uh hey this is what you're gonna do or i don't want you as a patient basically like that that's what he said without saying it and so um we we never saw him again
2: wow it's good that you had that conversation up front yeah
0: Mm yeah yeah now if we were I, maybe if we were in a different healthcare
2: system, you wouldn't you wouldn't have a choice. You'd have to go see them, right. right? Yeah. So, so I guess so. Getting back to um, the, the 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 foundation of the discussion, um, you know, I would contend that uh, you. So again, with altruism, you can't have altruism really without capitalism because there is a surplus of of um, productivity in capitalism, hmm. whereas in, in, in socialism, and let's talk on a state level at communism, I wonder how many people actually voluntarily gave of what they were given to other people that were in need, right? Because the government kind of subsumes that role as the care provider of those that, that need to help, right? And so if you're living in Soviet Russia, right, and, you know, did, did, was there GoFundMe campaigns? No, was was there people like donating to the Red Cross? No, there were there weren't. You have to have a capitalistic model where people are, you know, again, they they're, they generate wealth, they generate a lot of wealth, excess wealth before beyond what they need, and then they donate that to organizations that go out and do good. And I don't think you see that in communist countries.
3: So not hmm. in communist, but again, like you know, picking on the European countries like one of the most group mees or not group me's uh gofundmes are for medical issues and right in america we are all very philanthropic and altruistic as you say i think the evidence does support that like right we give money when causes are needed but in sweden and france and germany they don't have to do that because the healthcare system is structured in a way that it Covers everyone, so right. How yes, they, they are altruistic. Everybody?
2: How does it cover everybody? But the, the the way that it does that is by stealing their surplus wealth.
3: Well, again, I would say that they're democratic nations, and they keep on voting in politicians to support the structure of their healthcare system. But, but my point is, that, is, once like, you vote that
4: in, you can't vote it can't out. vote it out.
3: Yeah. Yep, okay. of okay, sure socialism. <laughs> that that might be true. But the point I'm trying to make is they have voted in politicians, and they they have the system they have, but there doesn't need to be healthcare philanthropy in those nations exactly because they have a system that gets everyone covered. Poorly. I'm not, like, disputing your point. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I I don't disagree with you.
2: I I don't disagree with you at all. I I, I think 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 there is a
3: a lot of evidence – I,
2: I think that breeds um, behavior that is irresponsible, and 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 I'll give you an example of that. Right, if you know you're going to be taken care of from a healthcare perspective, how much incentive is there for you to take care of your own health, right? For you to buy high-quality food, and and for you to go out and exercise, and so I think that socialistic model reads by definition it breeds poor behavior you in know, in, in the vast majority of the people. And so we have a drug epidemic in this country, right? Well, if those people actually couldn't, if they didn't get free money from the government to do nothing all day, and, but consume drugs, would they be forced to do something else? Probably they would be more productive citizens as opposed to being junkies. Right. And so the same thing could apply to the medical system. It's like, okay, I don't have any motivation to take care of myself. Somebody else is going to take care of me for me, right?
0: And what's funny in I those other countries is that, yes, you have like your your socialist like medicines, like everybody's covered. But the wealthy buy additional coverage on top of that. Like they yeah. uh, when they fly um, to the U.S.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Or inside that own country. I can't I th- There's still private hospitals. There are.
2: Yes, you're so. right. Yeah, because the waiting line is so long, right? If you want an elective procedure under that uh, socialistic um, model, uh, elective procedures are like two, three years out. Wow!
3: I think you're thinking of certain socialist nations like Canada and the United K- United Kingdom, but I think many "quote unquote" socialist countries, like in France and Germany, you can actually see specialists quite quickly and get problems. Quite resolved uh,
2: I would rather keep my own capital and take care of my own health care as opposed yes. to giving up 70 to eighty percent of it uh, to uh, you know to have the, the advantage of a, of, of a health care system imagine how much wealth you would have if the government t- didn't take thirty percent of your wealth
3: and how much well, your so insurance- I think their reply would be that you actually do get to keep more of your money in a socialized healthcare system. Again, so like speaking just narrowly within the healthcare system, like, right, we have a lot of different insurance companies, and we have a lot of different providers, and they're all in different networks. And so there's this massive amount of paperwork that goes back and forth, is your claim denied, accepted, etc., dot your T's, cross your I's, etc., there's all this paperwork and bureaucracy about who gets paid and why and what rules to follow in network outward, et cetera. while in these other countries, because they know everyone's covered, they know all the systems, they know all the doctors, there's actually a lot less bureaucracy in other nations. So I think something it's about 20% of United States healthcare sp- spending is simply in administration. you know, paying the healthcare, Claims, submitters, and healthcare claim approvers—all the paperwork, the lawsuits about, et cetera.
0: It's a big mess. Yeah.
3: Most other yeah. first world nations average about five percent of their total healthcare spending going to administration. So that's about fifteen percent difference that we spend on administration because we have all these markets that send paperwork back and forth and bureaucracies. Uh, I, I would. Each
2: other. i I would. I, w- I don't know the answer um, and maybe Jeremy does. How much of that is driven by government regulation? All of that is it, administrative yeah, a good activity. Question. And if we didn't have that government reg- uh, administration, yeah. how much of that would go away because you know Medicare and all of these other um, um, programs that the government mandates and, and interactions between hospitals that the government mandates? Uh, I don't know the answer. But I bet it's a lot. No, I mean, I, and I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I, that's beyond me. But well, um, well Christopher's I, I would, Chris, Christopher's doctor doesn't take all of that, right? My doctor doesn't right. take all of that, and so um, and I love that. Uh, obviously, there's efficiency gained by not having to participate in the regulated system that they're they're operating in because my doctor charges a lot less for yeah. services than I would get through my insurance. So my I don't co-pay know. If, is,
1: my copay when I. Or, for a uh, standard doctor is about the same as when I just go to the desk at the, uh, at my doctor, it, would, it didn't really change all that much when he, he uh, originally he started on insurance. And he, yeah. Insurance I don't know how limit. much
2: of that is a product of our, of our, um, you know, uh, insurance versus the regulatory, uh, rules in place. But anyway, Christopher, what is this? Is this accurate?
0: Did we fact check this?
1: Yeah. Well I shared this meme because it's <laughs> yeah, I shared this meme because uh it, it just highlights that we're in it, the medical medical system is just complicated and difficult and it's not mm-hmm. an easy problem to solve and, and, and no matter which way you approach it you're going to have issues like you know in the United States it's super expensive and in the in UK it's super long and in Canada they just want you to kill yourself <laughs> but that's the thing though get, in get the, in the US pod. is
4: not it's not that expensive in the U.S.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not. But but you've heard of the uh, the iron law of we John talked Leibis. about it on this podcast before, where the, where where you can only have quality, cheap, and fast. You can only pick at most two of those. And uh, in, in the United States, we've chosen, um, you know, more quality, quality and fast and and faster. I wouldn't say it's perfect either. Oh, there's
2: John. Yeah, yeah. I hit the. I was trying to zoom in, and I hit the X button.
4: <laughs> How's it do we make him mad? <laughs>
2: um, yeah. But
4: I, I mean, I would argue though that in the U.S., the I mean, healthcare is not that expensive. I mean, if you have, no, I mean, if not. you don't have insurance, all right. Here's an example. My son broke his arm um, four, five, six years ago, and we had, uh, we were. We had a pre-Obamacare health plan, and we, it was right after, I think it was right before, or right about the time that Trump got voted into office, and he had already made a statement that he wasn't going to enforce the individual mandate, so there wasn't going to be a tax on not having a, a an ACA-approved health care plan, so we went and we bought a pre-Obamacare health plan, terrible plan, absolutely terrible, but it was a, it was a catastrophic plan, and of course, my son breaks his arm, and it's going to cost us like seven thousand dollars. Whereas if we had had insurance, it would have cost us our deductible, and you know we could have been out there for you know a thousand, fifteen hundred max. Well, I go to the healthcare provider, and they they bill me as an individual without health insurance because of some glitch in their system, and it was like fifty percent of what they billed us. So instead of being $7,000 it would have been $3,500 if I didn't have the pre-obamacare health plan. So the system is screwed up to begin with, like that it's so big and bloated and you know providers bill this exorbitant amount because they can because they know that they're going to pay a fraction of that. To insurance companies, or, or because of insurance companies. So they, they, they've got their billable amount way up here, knowing that they're only going to pay this, but then you've got this crappy health care plan that you come in, and ju- and they're going to bill you this this really exorbitant amount of, of, of money, because that's what your your insurance covers. So if you've got good insurance, decent insurance, it's cheap. And if you don't have insurance, well, it can still be kind of cheap. Um, hmm. Are you guys... Uh, from-
2: With uh, the crowd health model,
4: Um, yeah. Oh, the health share. Well, it's it's it's
2: effectively yeah, health share, which I guess you know. And we almost got onto that at one point. That's not going to be any cheaper. That's pretty much a socialist program, right? Because you're you're voluntarily agreeing to a set of rules, uh, but well, it's got a private piece to it too, because you get to keep a chunk. But but I shouldn't say socialist. It's altruistic. Because the money that you have in the system, you can you can use to pay other people's health care, right? And then you get rated on your uh, participation in the system. And then if you have an emergency, people will give to you. And they kind of look at that rating. It's like, is he a good team player or not? Which is, It's an mm. interesting model. Um, yeah, I've looked at it and it's
0: basically like... Hey, get off my back, so I don't get fined for not having health insurance. But it, I, I've heard a lot of stories. If you need it, it kind of screws you too. No, so, is that
2: right? Yeah, I, I, uh, I, 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 it's not, I and it's not it. cheap.
4: No, yeah. but it, it wasn't. It wasn't as cheap as we wanted. It. We we were hoping that that option would be cheap.
2: Yeah, uh, and it really wasn't. I, I have health insurance that's uh, pretty good, but I choose not to use it sure. um, because, uh, I guess, to Christopher's point. I pay the same amount not using it as my copay would be. And then I know my doctor isn't isn't um, you know, it, it doesn't have to play by the rules that the insurance company uh, you know, mandates on him, right? Sure. And mm-hmm. so I have I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a private I don't know, there's a name for it, but he's out, sure. he's he's he doesn't accept insurance. We are uh
0: past time. So anybody got anything to like wrap up on or should we Go do plugs. Everybody get what? Hair yeah. plugs? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We saved you for last for a reason. Okay. Uh,
1: Christopher, go ahead. Yeah. All right. So I am working as as, as as difficult as it's been. I've been working on a uh, product that monitors the chicken coop and soon moving into all of the backyard space. What's it called? It's called Secure Coop, and then I'm going to be moving into Secure Farm once I get the the core of Secure Coop working like it's supposed to, and it's nearly there. Uh, and uh, and so I'm going to be uh, producing a video to co- to show that as well pretty soon with it with the demo. But I don't know.
0: Exactly nice. Again. Yeah. With Jeremy's help, I'm sure. Right.
1: <laughs>
4: I'll test it. I'll test it for
0: you. No, you oh, got to yes, do sir. a video for free.
1: Yeah, but uh, the, the, this one is just going to be just, just me. But, you know, when, when it comes time to do a little more beta testing, Jeremy's the man. Um, anyway, so it's going to be a coop door opener with phone notifications. I work for a very large uh, financial company in the IT department. I've learned how to manage servers such that they don't uh, go crash and burn. And I've uh, taken those same principles and applied them down to the coop level. So, so your chickens to get a Bach IRA. Yes, and uh, <laughs> with, with insurance. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. Yeah, uh, I know.
0: I know. I've been working on it for months.
1: I'm so confident mm. in my ability yeah. to uh, deliver notifications to sure. about any kind of issues that I'm if the there is the an issue that sure comes up and I don't notify you of it and you lose your flock, I'll replace your entire flock up to 20 birds. So mm. I'm going to put that guarantee on it. Uh, get the website at securecoop.com and there's a coupon below. And there is also a mailing list and an ebook, so get those and compile it. And on the mailing list, I have a coupon as well, so get on the mailing list as well. You know, I'll give you updates when when things are ready. Awesome, thank you, Christopher.
3: And Patrick, where can people find you? Patrick Heiser on Twitter. That's my only social media. If you're in Western Maryland, DM me. Stop on by.
2: Yeah. Awesome, thank you. And John. Uh, yeah, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Amber Oaks Ranch, uh, AmberOaksRanch.com. Uh, we do publish a weekly newsletter. Kind of fun to follow along and, and read about what we're up to at the ranch here. Jeremy. Do we like donuts on TikTok,
4: Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter? What's so funny, <laughs> it's, man?
0: It's still a stupid name.
2: It's so dumb. <laughs> it really is. But it's it too to late it. to change it now. Well, it's too we'll late to it. change it. It's it good. is it is it like Dewey, is like donuts, or is it Dewey likes like? is right. it... tell them the story.
4: Uh, yeah, please. Uh, give me a couple minutes. All right, so oh, all right, God. so my wife you and I, fifteen minutes. That's all. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'll wrap it up in like a minute. <laughs> so early, early in our marriage, like we had no money, like so our dates were just like we'd go to like the pet store and we, would know, walk around looked all the pets and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And we walked by this this the the birds one day and there's this bird that had this feather sticking up on the back of its head and it was like that's a really funny looking bird and we came back the next week and it was still there i was like we gotta name that bird and so we named it dewey and so like for weeks it was just there and it was like hey there's dewey Mm -hmm. and then um i was trying to come up with a username a long time ago for something and i was like i was channeling that stupid bird (laughs) and i was like dewey dewey donuts sound good right now (laughs) He was I bet, Dewey, he likes, I bet Dewey would like some donuts. Dewey likes donuts. Yes, he do. He do we do he like donuts? Yes he. I don't know. It was dumb. It's so okay. stupid. Got
2: it. Got but it. I created
4: a TikTok page a couple years ago. And you know, I got a couple thousand followers, and then it was 10, 20, and 30,000 followers. And then it was like, I'm gonna change it, but I'm like, I got seventy five and two hundred and fifty thousand now. And I was just like, I can't change it at this point.
2: Yeah. And it's got a good story, so I think you should keep it. Yeah. I'm gonna so start a I'll journey
4: like donuts. Oh, please do. I will troll the crap out of you.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> repost all your videos. Go for Maybe it. In an alternate universe, that bird Dewey has a TikTok that is Jeremy like Don.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All you right. should put like that story into like one of those image generators and see what it pops out.
0: You should. Image generators? Just, what do you mean? Like like yeah, uh, yeah, like, like, logo. like Midjourney? Yeah. We, we like donuts and we're the whole story Just play along with
3: it. eating a donut
0: <laughs> make it a whole story. yeah make it a whole storyboard all right and i'm matt Farmuplife.com. you know what we do uh next week we're talking about what was it wildlife management that's what it is uh i there was like some chatter about it uh over the weekend on twitter and so we're going to talk about it like do we have good wildlife management or Social bad wildlife management? In, or on the state you live in. Capitalism management. Uh, yeah, that is true. That's a good point. All right. That's All right. next week. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks, man. Yep, thanks. Uh, see you next week. Thanks, thanks Matt. For everybody, for listening.
4: See ya.